0: This is Jack Scallions. Would you join me for a few moments from my heart to yours? Home is such a sweet word, perhaps the sweetest of words, especially to those who are separated by the miles, clutching only to fading memories. My youngest daughter married a young man from Northern California. He proceeded to take her to that piece of real estate on the West Coast, certainly against her father's wishes, On a recent trip home, she arrived in Atlanta to change planes. She related that while standing in the terminal, a group of soldiers just off another plane walked by. Their uniforms were dusty, and their shoes had the Middle East sand and mud clinging to them. My daughter asked the group, "'Where are you going?' And they walked on in silence until one young soldier stopped and came back to her and said, "'I'm going home.' My daughter said she cried. Home, how fond I am of the memories of an old country farmhouse in Lauderdale County in West Tennessee. Daddy and Mama are gone now. They've been gone for some time. The old house was destroyed in a fire, and the new owner bulldozed the barns and the smokehouse and the storm cellar. But I can trace every inch of that place in my mind's eye. God only established three organizations, the church, the human government, and the home. He made man and woman by direct creation, not evolution, and placed them in the garden, performing the first wedding ceremony, and the home was initiated. From that point, through progressive revelation, God explains the function, ingredients, and purpose of the home. The New Testament epistles describe the job description and requirements of husbands and wives and children in detail. Marriage of one man to one woman is the foundational principle of all homes. Marriage is a companion contract built from a monogamous relationship. It's described throughout Scripture as being heterosexual and permanent. These truths have been accepted and honored and defended for the majority of my lifetime. It's only been in the past few decades that I have witnessed the redefining of marriage and the rise of divorce rate and the declining of the importance of the home. The decline of every civilization begins with the deterioration of the family. In Hislov's Two Babylons, he gives one of the main reasons for the fall of the Roman Empire as the collapse of the family. Without doubt, this factors in all nations on the ash heap of history. There are many things in creation that reveal the wisdom of God, certainly the church, when functioning properly, is a miracle of his wisdom. But the crescendo of God's wisdom, in my opinion, is the home. A home rightly related to God is truly a suburb of heaven. John Howard Payne wrote, Be it ever so humble, there is no place like home. Imagine life without a home. Home is a place of nurture for children. The home provides stability for society and a training ground for spiritual development. The father in the home is to be a picture of our heavenly father. Fatherhood must be the greatest thing in the world since God reveals himself in this character and relationship. The mother in the home is lauded in her position as homemaker throughout the Bible with special emphasis given in Proverbs chapter 31. We have but one opportunity to train our children. Too soon the rope's out of our hands. Their temporal and eternal destination depends in large part to the home. We are but one generation from losing our great nation to the ravages of lasciviousness. The fall of America will not be because we face an external enemy with superior armaments. If America goes as nations before us, it'll be from a rotting cancer internally. A godly home is the answer to any and all problems that our nation faces today. Crime and violence and disregard for human life and a volley of other social diseases can be traced back to a sad and sick home life. Over 80% of all single-family households are missing the dad who has gone AWOL. Domestic violence breeds a generation that practices domestic violence. The cheapening of human life from the abortion crowd on one end of the spectrum to the euthanizing of the elder is a high reward for the lack of godly homes. I was born at home. Dr. Olds of Halls, Tennessee, came to a little farmhouse and assisted my mother as she delivered the fifth child of H.A. and Rachel scallions. We were poor in material possessions, but rich in love and security. My parents had little formal education, but always seemed to know what was right and what was wrong. My folks were married 71 years before death separated them. To date, when I drive down old Highway 51 and turn east on Concord Road, I get a lump in my throat thinking, I'm going home. To the Bible believer, the discussion of marriage is not an innate feeling or a political position, but it's a scriptural directive. A decision made on any political stage, including the Supreme Court, does not negate scriptural principles. The true Bible believer will never accept the redefinition of marriage any more than we will accept the murder of the unborn as a legitimate choice. I feel the utmost pity for the increasing numbers that are growing up in a circumstance that is foreign to the God-ordained scripturally based home. I know that their character and their morals and mannerisms and certainly their memories will be askew for a lifetime. Now the home may be a tent, a rented house, an apartment, a cabin, or a mansion. The outward construction will make the house and the family inside that house makes the home. A lad entered a store and asked the manager for a job. He explained that his family just moved into town, and the clerk then asked, Do you have a home yet? The lad's reply was, We already have a home. We're just looking for a house to put it in. As a boy growing up on a farm in West Tennessee, we would occasionally go into the nearby town. If we arrived back at the old farmhouse after dark, I remember the house to be cold and dark and bleak and dad would kindle the wood stove and lights would be turned on and mom would busy herself in the kitchen and suddenly that empty building made of wood and stone would become home home is a shelter of rest for a family it's a harbor where souls anchor from storms of life it's a fortress of protection it's a sanctuary where faith builds an altar it's a nursery higher than a throne It implies a man who provides for it, a woman who makes it, and children who are secure in it. It is the foundational institution that all else rests upon. It is a place to grow up in, a place to leave, and a place to come back to. Yes, my friend, home is truly a sweet word. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for this opportunity to share just a few moments from my heart to yours.